understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Welcome back to The Stranded Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Hurley. You're listening to episode 13. 13. So that just means this isn't a hobby anymore. This is this is here to stay. And I just wanted to say thank you so much, guys. You've been reviewing. You've been listening. The outcome of this podcast has exceeded all of my expectations and motivated me to keep going. And I just want to say that my hope for you, if you're listening, is that if it's one of these episodes or some of these episodes, that from them, from my guests, you gain clarity, that some of these conversations force you to have vulnerable conversations with other people. Or that you hear somebody's story and it makes you consider that just these these tough times, these stuck phases, they're a passage. That Things like this, pressure only happens to people that are meant for greatness. This tough, crazy, stuck time is, is probably going to be the turning point in your life. And that's the whole reason I do this, because I want you to be inspired even in your darkest moments. And I know that's hard and it's easier said than done, but hopefully my guests and these stories and these people can give you a, a feeling and a taste of what that looks like. So I'm really excited about today's guest because it's a she's a great, great friend of mine, but she's the person that I hold near and dear to me when it comes to entrepreneurship and my podcast and my creativity and women empowerment. And she is my girl. I stay in her ear um, when I need to be lifted up. And when they talk about having somebody to hold, like pairing up and um, like tag teaming positivity and, you know, having that buddy that you text positive messages to and you guys lift each other up and hold each other up and check on each other. uh, This is that girl for me. She is She's my girl. Uh, I've watched her on a, a journey. She's a wellness and fitness coach, uh, wellness and health coach, sorry. And uh, I've watched her alter her body, you know, to curvy, to winning fitness competitions. Uh, and her her strength and motivation and determination and discipline just blows me away every time. We both had children last year. And... Um, she worked out her entire pregnancy and is probably one of the finest mommies I know now because, of course, she kept it up the whole time and she's just a fabulous looking mom. And now she's empowering women in business. And I just can't wait for you guys to hear from her because I know she's going to bring it. And uh, so without further ado, my guest for episode 13 is Miss Jaleesa Smith. Thank you so much, Jaleesa, my favorite mompreneur, my favorite girl, for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Jess. I'm so excited to be here on the Stranded Podcast. So for I told everybody, I've told people numerous times, you're my girl and I stay in your ear. But 
for everybody who doesn't know who you are, tell my audience a little bit about Jaleesa Smith, um, where you started in your fitness journey, and then and kind of this business you've transitioned into now. Ooh, awesome. Okay, so I always hear people talk, like, say their intro on podcasts, and I'm like, I'm still getting mine together, so <laughs> forgive me if I'm a little bit long-winded, because I'm still getting it together, especially because well, we I'm going through this you. whole rebrand. Yes, okay, so, all right, so me, Jaleesa Smith, I used to be um, a fitness competitor, I used to be so into fitness, and a fitness, I mean... I was a personal trainer and a health coach. And recently, like super, super recently, I just decided to transition into what I actually really, really am even more passionate about, which is about helping women start their online businesses and build their personal brand. So I guess you can call me, I mean, a business coach. It just it still sounds weird to say. I'm still trying to figure out a like my own little, you know, my own little title for myself, but I mean, I, I'm calling myself a, a business coach right now, online business coach, um, and personal brand strategist, I guess right now. So yeah, I mean, that sounds good, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no more, I guess after it, girl. See, when I, went to I know, the, right? I like I, they own it and I'm all about women owning their power and stuff. So I'm like, I got to live that. I got to walk that walk. Yeah. You know, walk it like I talk it. <laughs> When I went to, when I saw um, Karen Sybil at a conference a couple, like a month ago, she said something that I loved for, for really for people, women like us that she said, um, don't get nervous when people hit you with that. So what do you do? And mm-hmm. you, you own an online business or you're a social media influencer or you're doing all these other things and you get nervous because you don't have that one liner. And she was like, don't be afraid to yeah. just say I'm the CEO of me. Like, <sighs> I did just hear you say that in the last podcast with uh, Ivy Box. And yep. I was like, I like that. So, you know what? I, I am definitely a CEO of me. And I will teach you how to run your life like a CEO <laughs> <laughs> as well. <laughs> run your life like a business. It works better. So I, I need to let everyone know that Jaleesa is like the finest mom ever because she continued oh. working out through her pregnancy and still works out and like makes it a priority. So the point I want to make to that is like, you and I both had uh, babies last year. Then the last year in August, she was mm-hmm. she was August thirtieth, right? Yeah, yeah, in August, and you're still super fine. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, what does your daily routine look like? Because just from the outside looking in, it's mom first, of course. We both know that. Then you're a wife. Then you have a full time job, and you are an entrepreneur. You have an online business. How? What does your daily routine look like? Girl, I just okay so. Now I am huh, being a mom first. I feel like there's like different phases. I don't know, maybe just me, but just like there's like different phases of your life where it's like you got to put certain roles first. So, for example, like when Savannah was first born, of course it was her first. It was like all about her tending to her needs over my own and really taking care of her. And then I realized you can only do that but for so long. Like, that's not going to work. Like, that's just not going to work in the long right. term because, you know, we as moms, like women, we're women first, for real, for real. And we have to fill our cups. We have to fill our cups first in order to be able to pour into everybody else in our life. So that's what I learned early on, especially going through the whole newborn phase, being super stressed out and just anxious. And like that whole postpartum phase, that whole first few months for me was really difficult because you know, it was like, like you, like it was a complete identity shift, a complete like loss of 
my previous identity and I was just like, okay, so who am I now and what do I do now? And and this baby, like, what do I do with her? Oh my God. What, <laughs> this little human owns me. Like, this human, she legit needs me to survive, which the thought of that just it sounds so heavy. But people make it seem like having a baby is just like, oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And it's like, yeah, it's beautiful, but there's a lot of other stuff that it is too. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, the thing, yeah. I, the thing I heard one time that I was like, that's exactly what it is. It was like, someone said to me, um, being a mom is such a thankless job. Like mm. someone oh, just God, owns yeah. you and they never say thank you and they don't <laughs> care and it's expected and there's no love returned. And I was like, oh, that is exactly what being a mom is. <laughs> I mean, but I do feel like I get love in return. I feel like I get so much love in return. Maybe... Um, it's most, it mostly comes from her, like in her own little way. Every time she smiles to me, that's love. Mm-hmm. Every time like she does something new, I'm like, Oh, it's so, it, it gives me so much joy. And ah, it's just like, it's just so awesome to watch her grow and just learn new things every day. And, uh, it's just, it's just really insane. Like when I think about it, when I get really, really present and I think about it and I just stare into her eyes, I'm like, yo, did I like, really I really have a baby first of all that's crazy and then second of all like wow I'm your mom like thank you I'm so thankful for being her mom because it really she being her mom really helped me to really get my shit together like really start to get my shit together like I thought I had something together before I thought I had some kind of direction and I knew what I was doing like oh I'm health coaching I want to be a full-time entrepreneur I want to quit my job one day but I didn't have any of the building like I wasn't working on like any of the foundational components to get there like for example you talked about routines I didn't even have one like (laughs) I didn't have one she legit inspired me being her mom inspired me to get a routine because it was like girl if you don't handle your own stuff you're not going to be able to handle anything for her. And you're not and you're not going to be showing up as a very good wife to your husband either because you have that thing called a marriage that you have to, like, nurture and grow. And, you know, it's like... Be present. So right? You know, kind of be present. You know, have sex every now and then. I'm just saying. Um, it's just... It's, it's like all those things, girl. It was all these responsibilities. It's like we have like three full-time jobs or yes. four full-time jobs for some of us, right? Because we're going these businesses... You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going businesses, we're moms, we're um, significant others. We have these men in our lives. Like, we have jobs. It's like, whoa, whoa, we're being pulled in so many different directions. And it's like, that was why, that was honestly what inspired me to really, like, get my ish together, stop playing, stop, like, you know, putting certain things off that I just didn't want to handle. I was so uh, routine adverse. Like, I was like, no, I'm just spontaneous. I'm a creative soul. I'm... You know, I don't need to have routine. Girl, bye. Like, nothing works. <laughs> like, without that structure, nothing works. And, you know, I know you've heard him say because we're in the entrepreneurial space. So we're learning from a whole bunch of different entrepreneurs. So you've probably heard um, people say, like, that there really is freedom in structure. And it's something that I would hear, like, on podcasts and audiobooks and from people at conferences. But, like, I never implemented because I was like, I mean, sure, they can have structure, but they don't have my life. Like, they, they're doing it full time. So, of course, it's easier for them to have structure. Like, whatever. I was telling myself all these kind of stories. But when I started to, like, implement these things and it kind of organically came together and um, as she got older, of course, it was way easier to focus more attention on myself. Um, 
you know, filling up, like I said, filling up my cup first, tending to my needs. Like, um, for example, like just waking up early and going to the gym. Of course, I didn't. I didn't go to the gym for like ten weeks um, after she was born. Um, I had a C-section and all that kind of stuff. But like now, when, when I started to do that, I started to be in like like it, it allowed me to really um, to really like give myself that time first before I had to tend to. Um, or I should say get to tend to everyone else in my life and handle every other thing that's going on in my life. So now it's like before she wakes up, I get to, um, you know, wake up super early, like 4.45. Tomorrow is probably going to be 3.45 because Darren wants to go to the gym in the morning too. And, and I want to go to the gym in the morning. It's like my thing now. So like my morning routine pretty much is I wake up, you know, I pray, you got it to say, thank you for waking me up brush my teeth I go my clothes are already picked out like my gym clothes so I go grab them put them on head to the gym and do my workout it usually takes about an hour or like 45 minutes to an hour um come back home make a shake or make you know a, a nice hot breakfast because it's just allows me to give you know kind of nur- nourish my body of course um making sure I do that and this is the this is how I'm able to like handle everything else so I do that and then Hopefully by then Savannah still hasn't waken up. Sometimes she has, sometimes she hasn't. So I'll be able to um, read. Um, I've been really reading lately, which is something else that I wasn't doing for a minute. I was just listening to audiobooks and stuff. But there's really power in like sitting down and being really present and reading a book and smelling the pages and all that kind of stuff. And I write. I write now. I write um, whatever comes to my mind, whatever I'm inspired by, running content. And while I'm working out, usually I'm listening to a podcast. So I'm, I'm just getting, I'm just filling my mind with all these really great, um, like just really great information and great just things that allow me to really get into my flow. And I've learned that like from doing that, I'm so much more productive in the morning time, like up until like noon basically is like my, like my time. So by then, you know, Savannah wakes up and then I start to handle everything for her, like, you know, take care of her and take care of Darren. You know, we try to communicate in the morning a little bit and just try to um, just make sure that we're still paying attention to each other when we're taking care of her baby and, you know, being present. So just having that morning routine has allowed me to have so much more structure throughout my day and allowed me to get like so much more done in my day. And from there, of course, the morning routine, I've had to establish a night, some kind of a night routine, kind of night wind down type of thing where it's like, okay, you've got to lay out your clothes for work. You got to lay out your clothes for the gym. You got to make sure that Savannah's bottles are ready for daycare. You know, they're all labeled and stuff like that. Like, cause the less decisions, the, the least amount of decisions that are, that I, that I have to make in the morning, the better, like, it, you know, it just works better that way. Like everything's like on autopilot. Like I'm like, I'm going, 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 going. So, but did still just, being really present. Did we just listen to the same podcast? Because I just listened. <laughs> you just said Maybe. something, and I just heard this where somebody said you have to really um, create a routine so that you're making the least. Like the, the, there's studies that have shown that you, the mind can only make so many right decisions in a day. So we they, probably they were, did. They were saying like CEOs, like Mark Zuckerberg, and. Um, like big CEOs, that's why they wear the same clothes over and over because they don't want to have to decide in the morning what to wear. They want to minimize those right decisions, those oh. good decisions for while they're <laughs> at work. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, that makes so much sense because think about how frustrated you can you could get in the morning <laughs> when you can't find what you're wearing. 
Girl, I do. And then it's like, you're just wasting bandwidth. You're wasting energy yes. on things that honestly don't really matter. Like, they really don't matter. And if they did matter, you would have laid them out the night before. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you prioritize. Like, we have to learn to really prioritize what's actually important to us or what we say is important to us. Because a lot of times we'll be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to start a business. I want to, you know, have this brand. I want to lose weight. And we're not putting in the time and energy to even begin to make that happen so these are all the things that like like for example for me I was saying like I wanted to have this business and I wanted to be successful coach and I wasn't laying the foundation to even begin to have a successful business like thank god I have an experience level of success that I'm that that is that I believe is in my future before like previous prior to this because I would not know how to handle it like I'd be a cluster I don't want to curse again. I'd be like a cluster <laughs> F. Like, it would just be a mess. Like, I would be scrambling behind the scenes, you know, because I wouldn't have routine. I wouldn't have any systems. I wouldn't have an assistant. And I wouldn't have, you know, any help. And it's just like, oh, so I see, like, I really see that, like, uh, having the structure does give me freedom and allow me to make the decisions that I need to make that are actually important. You know, like, think, like, your freaking brain, you know, like, Mm, girl I'm telling you like just establishing this routine in the morning has like I don't know I just feel so I want to say in flow it's so like woo woo but it really is like I'm so like in the zone like I am in the zone in the morning my zone of genius I am creating I'm, I'm working out and I'm thinking of all these different ideas I'm thinking of how I can teach people these certain things I'm thinking of old stories from my past that I can use to teach people like in my in my content in my Instagram stories in my blog posts and it's coming together and um it's just, it's just it really it feels so good because in the past I didn't have that I was <laughs> I didn't have it so it's just it's like night and day well, people don't take into consideration how important is what we feed our brain with. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, I um, was in a conference that I was I was assisting with, and we had an outside group come in and do a it's like a happiness advantage course, and it was basically all about positivity in the workplace and how there's proof that it um, people just perform better when they're happy. And then it talked about all the things that contribute to being happy. And it was really all about mindset and um, like a gratitude attitude and train retraining your brain and perspective. And I was, you know me, I'm shooting out the answers left and right. And I'm looking around the room of 50 people and I'm realizing nobody <sighs> else thinks like this. Nobody. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Cause we're like in the space. So we don't realize sometimes that like, this might not be the normal way like people approach life. And it's like, wait, how, how do you not want to be happy? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Like, how do you not feed your brain great things to make you happier, healthier, you know, more empowered? How do you not want to do that? Or maybe they don't even know how. I don't, I don't know. Or some but, people think it's corny. They're like, oh, that's it's not real. Like, that's a, that's so fake. Stop, you know, stop, stop acting like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the same people who literally get stressed out when somebody sends them a freaking email with all capital letters and they get like <laughs> butt hurt over that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those are the same people that get stressed out over the most minute things that don't even really matter that like dwell over the littlest, simplest, dumbest shit, you know, in the workplace. And, in a, they, and of course, that doesn't just stay in the workplace that affects you in other areas of your life. So I mean, hey, I could be corny and woo-woo and crazy and happy and bubbly or looking crazy, whatever. But that's what I would be because it allows me to have more peace in my life, my whole entire life. Right. 
No, seriously. It's ever since I made a decision to, to feed my brain every morning. Like as soon as I open my eyes, I'm like, what podcast am I going to listen to? What what am I going to read? What YouTube video am I going to watch? Like how many can I fit in in on my way to work? Like, (laughs) right. Oh my God. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I started listening to podcasts while I'm working out because I'm like, Ooh, if I'm working out, moving my body and that's like helping me to expand in that capacity. And then I'm also expanding my mind at the same time. I'm probably getting that information in even like, it's like better, like getting it like more ingrained into my body. And like, you know, I have a new rule for myself. I've also created some rules uh, around like old beliefs that were not serving me. Um, so one of my rules is like, I don't check social media, um, within like the first two hours of waking up. That's something I've been doing. And recently, like, um, like for like example today, I wanted to take people through my day and just show them like what I do. So I, I did get on Instagram and like do my, uh, my stories, like, sh- like showcase my workout, but within that two hour window, but I wasn't like checking messages or DMS or notifications. You know what I'm saying? Like looking at your feed, right? but that's not an every, yeah. Like I was still like really focused on, like I'm very much more intentional with my, with what I consume now with the content that I consume and, and you know, when I consume it, because all you can do is control what you consume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, I'm not trying to just paint, like, you know, have a rose, what's the word, like rose filled glasses or rose colored glasses or whatever. Like, I know there's some, some crazy stuff that happens in the world. And I mean, I just sometimes like in the morning, first thing, I don't have it in me. Like, I'm not, that's not what I want to hear when I first wake up. Like, right. no, right. it's not going said- to help my day get any better. <laughs> like, yeah, I heard something the other day that said the first, um, you have to get a win in, in like the first 10 minutes of your day Mm -hmm. and that'll set your whole day even if you like make your bed or you like watch something that just makes you feel good or makes you laugh like that'll set the tone of your whole day and I was like imagine how many people spend their first 10 minutes on social media and are like I wish I was on a trip you know I wish I I know right I wish I was married like this couple like so true uh uh-uh uh-uh even but, when you're feeling good, then all of a sudden you're just like, wait a minute. Like, like when I was pregnant and well, not when I was pregnant, after I had Savannah and I was like in that very vulnerable postpartum stage, I like legit could not be on social media that much. And I couldn't watch the news. Like I couldn't hear about anything, any babies getting hurt, anybody dying. Like I couldn't hear about it. Like, cause that would like break me. You know what I'm saying? Like it would like break my spirit. And there were just certain things that I, that I protected myself from because I'm like, this isn't the time, right? I'm not strong enough right now to deal with that. Like, I, I knew I wasn't. It was very self-aware. And I was like, I can't. Because then the rest of the day, I'm just thinking, um, my anxiety is at all-time high. I'm super cynical. And I'm super nervous about everything. And I'm just thinking about, oh, my God, what if, what if, what if? And it's, yeah, like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like, I could not. You say the realest relationship you'll have is between you and your thoughts. Girl, that is real. I like that. <laughs> that. That's definitely real. You talked about something the other day. You did a live on it. And I really want to talk about this because I'm, I'm positive some some people, uh, some some of my audience has never heard, heard of this term. I When I heard it, I almost fell out of my chair because I was like, this is exactly my problem for the longest. Mm. And it's that imposter syndrome. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Tell... <laughs> Tell us what you were talking about uh, regarding imposter syndrome. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. So, basically, imposter syndrome is feeling, I mean, I guess, 
short term, whatever. So he put it simply, it's feeling like an imposter in where you're at. It's feeling like you're a fraud. It's feeling like you shouldn't be where you're at. It's feeling like you might, you know, you just got lucky and that's why you're so successful. And that's why you got this lucky break or, or that's why you've um, had that opportunity. And I just feel like there's a lot of us, especially women. And I'm speaking mostly to women because I mean, I am one, so I can totally identify on a complete soul level with women. So like, I feel like a lot of us women, we're always, um, we're, we feel this imposter syndrome. We feel like we shouldn't be where we are, or we shouldn't have these gifts. Um, and that's why we don't use them and we allow it to stop us and to keep us stuck and to keep us stranded. And I just wanted to kind of shed light on that and let them let women know that like, you're not alone when you feel this. It's not something that you need to be ashamed of. There's, it's not something that you shouldn't feel like, yeah, it's, it's there for a purpose. Like it's there to let it, let it push you, let it, let it, um, let it help you to continue, let it like motivate you to continue to work and continue to grow so that, you know, you're not feeling like an imposter at all times, you know, but I also wanted to let them know that, um, um, cause I feel like a lot of times us women, maybe it's, I mean, maybe it's just people in general, but I'm talking women especially, but like we tell ourselves that we're wrong for feeling how we feel. And I Ooh. wanted women to know, you know what I'm saying? That we're not wrong for feeling how we feel. Like there's always somebody else out there who feels the same exact way. And the one that we talk about these feelings that we can be ashamed of, that we're not, that we're not super proud of and that we're really unsure about. Um, and we, when we really get vulnerable, like on that level, we can really relate to each other and support each other through these phases and through these bouts of imposter syndrome. And then of course, whenever you're leveling up, whenever you're trying something new, you know, or starting a new business or starting your podcast, or starting a YouTube channel, you're entering into so complete unfamiliar territory. So you're really sitting there and it's all new to you. So of course you're going to feel like an imposter. Just think about the first time you were on, you know, in your class, like, I don't know, in first grade or in kindergarten, I should say, like when you first got to kindergarten, I'm sure we had a little bit of that imposter syndrome up in there too. But you know, we kind of got over it really quickly because we're kids. We were kids. We were like, whatever, like, okay. Now Sally's my best friend because um, I just <laughs> met her and life is good. You know what I'm saying? Like we got over it. But when we first got there, we we're like, oh, should I be here? Like all these kids here, like probably think all these different things. But I'm just saying like any new phase of your life, any, any next chapter, you're going to feel like an imposter in some kind of way. And it's not wrong. It's fine. You're normal. Move on. Feel the feelings and do the work anyway. <laughs> That's, that yes. was like my point with that live. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like. To me, when I heard it, I was like, you know what? That's the hump that most people, like, they never get over. Like, that's where they stop. I right? Bet, I bet a lot of people start businesses or they they work to really provide something to people, like a service or an education, you know, or educate people or something. And then they have that moment because I can't say how many times I have that moment. Like, and and they go, oh, my God, who do I think I am? To be mm-hmm. telling people this, like, I'm not 57 years old with 57 years of experience and I haven't done this 10 times to be telling people this, but you have your own unique version that is going to yeah. relate to somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. To, that's what people have to like. And, and if you boil imposter syndrome all the way down to its base, it's just confidence. It's, oh, yeah, girl. It's just confidence. I totally agree. And the, the thing is, the gag is that um, imposter syndrome often, like, 
it can lead us, like you said, to, to like not being, to not taking action. Right. But the way that you build confidence is through taking action. So it's like, what you going to do, girl, like either going to let the, let this keep you stuck for your whole life and be wishing and wondering and shoulda, coulda, woulda, or you're just going to feel the fear, feel the imposter syndrome, feel the fraud, the whatever, you feel like a fraud, whatever, and do it anyway. And then that's how you build confidence. And that's how you get through imposter syndrome at every phase of your life. Cause it's going to keep coming up. Listen to how simple that is. What you just said, you said like taking <laughs> how you, how you build confidence is taking action. I'm listening to a series right now that says exactly. It, they talk about how every major setback, you know, a breakup, a terrible relationship, a divorce, um, like being fired from your job, like things that will literally leave you depressed. You don't, you don't make yourself busy you don't, you know, pry your um, depression on anyone else. Like the only thing that's proven for people to get over those like setbacks, those phases is progression. Yeah, exactly. It's doing something that's going to help you build confidence and it's going to make you feel strong. And then you're going to go, okay, I can do a little bit more. I can do a yeah. little bit more. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't even think about that person today. Or, oh, I didn't even think yeah. about the fact that I don't have any money. Like, literally progression is the step to get over everything. And that's simply just taking action. It's a series of daily actions. Like you have to be, you have to be intentional about it. You have to really be mindful and it helps. It really helps you to become, like you said, like more self-aware because you look up one day and you're like, Oh, I'm not even worried about that anymore. Like, Oh, Oh, that used to scare me. But I mean, like getting on live streams, I'm like forcing myself to do it now because I'm like, Whenever I feel scared about doing it, but I have something to say, I'm like, just fuck it, just push live. Like, like that's like <laughs> just press the button. That's like push the freaking button, push the damn button. Um, but like that's what I tell myself. It's just like okay, and that's how I build confidence to be to get and do podcast interviews and to to establish myself as this business coach. Like, please, I was for for years. I t- for years, like I was so into entrepreneurship. Like, it was like a secret. Like. I don't want to say like hobby or secret, like interest of mine to, to be an entrepreneur. And like, yes, I was pursuing entrepreneurship, but not in this way. So, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to teach fitness and health because that's what people expect of me because I'm fit. And, you know, I do love to do that too. Don't get me wrong. I love helping people to be healthier. However, um, it got old years ago, like, (laughs) like creating workouts and all that stuff. Like, no, I don't, mm not my interest. I love to work out, I love to be healthy and love to advocate for a healthy lifestyle. And I never stopped doing that. However, my real interest is, um, online business. It, it lights me up. It excites me. And for years I was like, well, Jaleesa, like you don't have a super successful online business. Like who are you to be doing this? Like there's people out here making like five, six figures a month and you're not there. So what, like, who are you, who do you think you are? Like you haven't made a million dollars yet in your business. Like you cannot establish yourself as a business coach. Like you can't just be one of these fraudulent business coaches out here selling a dream to people. And I'm like, first of all, I am not a fraud. And second of all, um, that's not even in my character to even do some shit like that. So Jaleesa, like all these thoughts are not even real. Get about your head. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to really coach myself and get out <laughs> my head and be like, you know what? Like, and also when I was talking to my business coach, um, does she even call a business coach? I think she's like a business life coach. I don't know what she is right now, but she, you know, like just being around people and, and talking to people who are, 
who have your, who share your interests and who are doing what you're doing, um, like hiring coaches and mentors and stuff like that, it really is powerful because it really helps you to create these mindset shifts and to really change the way that you view the world, like change your perspective on things. And for me, like she didn't even, she didn't tell me to become a business coach. She just like asked the question. I think she was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I just, I want to be a business coach. I was like, (laughs) I want to coach women how to start their businesses. Like that is what is underneath all of this is underneath, you know, um, my fitness coach. And that was, that was what was there the whole time. It's entrepreneurship. It excites me. It lights me up. It makes me, you know, it makes me write content. Like that's what inspired me to do all this stuff. And because of the possibilities that it can create and just the things that I've learned that is possible and things that I don't even know that's possible, that excites me. And I want to teach people that because I find that women can be women, especially that we get so stuck in these relationships in jobs, in um, as becoming moms and we just tell ourselves like, Oh, those are all the reasons why we can't do something. And I'm just like, no, there's a path. There's a path. Like it's the internet, like, hello, it's there. It's real. (laughs) There's so many different things you can do. Whatever your gifts are, whatever your talents are, you can package that up. You can coach it. You can freaking teach it. You can, however else you want to do, you can create a product around it and you can sell that shit online. Like you can build a business around it. You can create freedom, financial freedom for yourself, for your family. And that can, um, just having that freedom allows you to live a better life because you're able to do whatever it is that you actually want to do. You're able to be fulfilled. And when you help people, I think that we're all here. We're all meant to help people in some capacity and in in our own unique ways that's what we were given these different unique gifts. Um, when you, when you do that, that, that is what really fills up your cup. And that's what really helps you to like, just be more fulfilled and excited. And I think that's what connects you to the higher power. Like there is no better way than to help other people because I mean, that's where it all started from. That's just, I don't know. That's my big why, I guess that's my big why that's why I'm so excited about this and when I realized that I was like Jaleesa why are you hiding like why like why are you worried about what so-and-so is gonna say or what so-and-so is gonna think like just do it and I've been doing it for like it's been like a couple weeks now really since I declared that on social media and it was so scary but you know from that now I'm like okay this is cool it's out there so now I'm gonna continue to put out my content and people will not be surprised I'm talking about you know promoting and selling and how to build your business and how to find your niche and all these kind of things. And like I said, my confidence was built through taking action, through taking scary action. You said, you said something that is so simple. Like I'm the word simple is going to have to be all up and through this (laughs) podcast because we're talking about simple concepts that will literally change your life. And you said a question and I feel like this is what every person needs to ask themselves. I just went through this with a young lady I'm working with she reached out to me about all these different things she wanted to do at her nonprofit and she wanted my help. And it was like kind of all over the place. And I had all these ideas for her. And then all of a sudden I stopped myself as I was writing her back. And I was like, wait, what do you want to do? Like, what, what impact do you want to have? Because this is not clear. You're kind of all over the place. Like, and that goes for so like, we have to stop sometimes and go, what, what do you want? Like, what do you want to do? Because we as women, like men will tell us we suck at that, right? We don't know what yeah. we want. Like, we want a thousand things. Because we're always in our head. <laughs> yeah, it's in our head. We don't know how to communicate it, and but we want we it. We second-guess our decisions all the time. 
time. Yes. It's like, no, girl, what do you want to do? Like, not what your husband wants, not what your boyfriend wants, not what your child wants you to do, not what your mama wants you to do. What do you want to do? Right. If we would just stop and ask ourselves. And it's not an easy question. It's not. Yeah. Because then you'll sit there and go, it's really not like, it's not. I I want a lot of things, you know, and, but I'm so busy right now. And like, what do you want? And what does that feel like? And how does it make you, how does knowing what you want make you feel like it will make you feel so amazing. And then what are the steps to take to get there? Like, and then putting yourself on a deadline and like Mm -hmm. declaring it, you said something about declaring it. And just when you declare, you so believe that it's going to happen that nobody can tell you otherwise, like period. Yeah. And share it, like put it out there. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I always hear from these successful people saying that like they decided and they started to take action and they, they either posted it to a blog, they told their family and friends, they, you know, they told someone other than themselves, you know, like right. get it out there, get it out of your head. You need people to hold you accountable. You need some type of accountability other than yourself. Like we're only human. Hello. Like we can easily be super fired up one day. The next day we're like, hey, uh, I was like, I really can't do that. Who do I think I am? And then we get back in our heads. But if we learn to just communicate and like share what we actually care about with people and not worry about who's going to judge us and who's going to, you know, make us feel crazy or ashamed or, you know, stupid. Because it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. Like own your freaking power. Stand in your truth. Like your gift was given to you. Your dream was given to you and only you, not your mama, not your daddy, not your boyfriend, not your um, best friend. Like it was given to you. So sometimes the other people in your life that you care about, they will not understand. And I mean, you can, you can let that keep you stuck, but when you think about it, like what's that going to do for your life? And if you connect that to a, a higher, to a bigger, why, like I just did with my, why, um, you're not going to change the world with that mentality. Like you're just not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to leave this earth knowing that you used all the gifts that you were given. And I feel like if you think about it like that, it's like, Ooh, do I really want to die? Like not using these gifts? Like, like to me, I don't want to do that. Like that's like my biggest, that's my biggest fear for, for myself, like fully expressing myself. Right. Yeah. To because not... who would I be helping? Right. Exactly. Exactly. What, um, when I say your stranded phase, the stranded phase in your life, what time do you think of? Mm-hmm. It could be last week. You know, it could be, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, let me think of a stranded phase. Um, but no, seriously, like in all honesty, I, I always like, that's why I started to, um, hire coaches and I learned that I really like to work with coaches. First of all, I am a coach, so obviously I believe I should have a coach because it just helps to make me a better coach. But other than that, like, I get stranded quite often, <laughs> like, <laughs> especially whenever I'm thinking of a new thing. Or, like, for example, um, I was, I was like, for, like, a month, uh, what's this month? It's May. So, like, all of April, I was working with my coach, and she was, um, she was like, you know, I guess like we were talking about creating a group coaching program and I was just having like all this resistance around creating this group coaching program because I wanted to, I wanted to teach women business. I wanted to teach them personal development. And I also still wanted to incorporate fitness in that in some kind of way. And for some reason I just could not create this freaking program. 
And like, it doesn't have to be so freaking hard. It really is not hard to fit a good coaching program. But I'm just like, I was having so much business. I'm like, well, what if they don't buy it? Like, what if they don't want it? What if people, um, you know, what if it's just not what they need? You know, maybe I need to do this or I need to get another certification or I need to like grow my Facebook group some more to learn from more people to see what they really need. I was just in my head, like, in this was like, like every day I would have the goal to like outline my group coaching program and put it out there. And every day, never failed. I just could not do it. Like I just couldn't, it was so much resistance and I didn't really quite understand why until like I was saying earlier, like a recent, the recent culture call with my, with my coach. And she just asked me that simple question. Like, what do you want to do? And I was just like, I don't think I want to do fitness. Like I was just like, wow, maybe that's why I was having so much resistance. Like I was trying to still, um, I didn't want to let go of that identity that I had for so long, you know, online. Like that's what I've been since I, I guess, started to, um, coach online. Like I've been a fitness coach and I've, I've, I did competitions and I've been a personal trainer and like, I love fitness. I do, but it's like, it's really hard to shed that identity. And I feel like for a lot of people, it could be the same way. And that may, that may be why that they're, that they're in a stranded phase because they're, they're so used to this one identity that they're so you that they're comfortable with. And it's, there's so much certainty in that one identity and they really telling them their gut is telling them that they should be doing something else or they need to be doing something else, but it's really hard to, just um to let that go to let that identity go that you've always been even if it doesn't serve you even if it sucks even if it's like you've been broke and you've made bad decisions with guys or you've made you've been an addict or something like it's really hard to just let that go even if your gut and everything in you is telling you to do something different and that's why it's so important to ask ourselves these questions and that's why it's so important to really um, check in with yourself to get mindful, to, to have that alone time, you know, to make that time for yourself to really just check in and see whatever, like, what it is, what is it that you want to do? Like, where do you want your life to go? What vision do you have for your life? You know, how are you here to help people? Like there's always, there's always these clues and things that, um, that I believe like God reveals to us in different kind of ways, shape or form. And the biggest is inside of us. It's our intuition, but you know, for whatever reason throughout our life, you know, we're so used to suppressing it or ignoring it or not trusting it because we made bad decisions in the past. And that's why it keeps us stuck. It keeps us stranded. I love what you said about identity because identity, we make the mistake of relying or believing our identity is in our activities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's not that you, you know, you can't be a, a fitness coach, but that was your, that was your best hobby. That was your best activity. That's what you know you're great at. Yeah. But that doesn't make it your identity, you know? And it was comfortable, you know? It was right. like, oh, I'm good at this. Like, I can make money from this. Like, let's do this. But it's, it's like, natural. you don't really want to do that. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's so important that we don't identify, we don't, we don't put our entire identity in the, in our activities or, you know, the things we love to do. And I love that even though this was something that you were so passionate about, like that you knew you were great at and you could make money at, you 
you still knew that there was more that you could give the world. Like you still knew that there was, there was something that you could be more passionate about and, and share with more people. Yeah. There was just something else. Like, and I just had to really get clear with myself and be real with myself and be like, okay, why do you think you were put here for real, for real? Like the answers are, it's, it, it sounds so woo woo and spiritual, um, but whatever, I'm not ashamed. I am spiritual. So right. <laughs> like the answers are always inside of ourselves. Like God is within us. He's within mm-hmm. us and it, the answers are always inside of us. And we always have clues. We always have this intuition and just various events, things that happen in our lives, like experiences, um, making, you know, us making different bad decisions or something that didn't turn out the way we thought it was going to turn out in the past. Like that's all we kind of learn to just ignore it. And move away from it. And when we move away from it, we learn experience thing to do. You know, we learn. We learn our way. And I have a history of learning the hard way. I do. So I'm <laughs> so learning to trust my intuition now. Like you're not, you're not I'm hard headed at my all. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm my father's child. Not at all. <laughs> not for a second. No. <laughs> no. So. You, we talked about this a lot in the beginning, so maybe I'm asking the same question, but I love I love asking this question because it's different for everyone. I think you and I are a little bit obsessed, but because we're so subconsciously just <laughs> doubtful, how do you stay motivated every day? And then what do you do when you know you're not motivated? Like, how do you recognize it? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Can you ask again? It's a like poor network connection. Oh, no. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. It just had cut out when you were... Wait, what? I'm just going to hold the phone now because it's a poor network. Okay. All right. How's it sound? I can hear you. It sounds good, but it still says poor network connection. I don't know why because I have all the things... Okay, now it went away. I'm sorry. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, um, I guess my point was that um, because we're just so subconsciously doubtful, like it's just natural. It's totally in our natural state to do that. What do you do to stay positive? And I know we talked about how obsessed we are with feeding our brain, but like, what do you do when you, how do you recognize a day when you're not motivated? And like, what's the first thing you do to snap out of it? Oh, yeah, that happens. That just happened like this week, actually. Um, I just keep, I, well, it's come with time and it's a practice. So I don't want to make it seem like if, you know, you have a history of like being super self-doubtful and um, feeling unmotivated that you're going to just snap out of it and be able to just do it. But the way that I do that is I, I like, I I've learned to continue to feed my brain basically, because that's the reason why I'm feeling doubtful. So I check in with myself and I'm like, okay, if I'm, um, if I'm not smiling as much as I normally am, if I don't want to interact with people like um, my coworkers or my, you know, my, my husband, if I'm mad at him for some reason, or I'm just letting like everything get to me, like everything is a problem for me. I just had to look at, I just like have learned to really tune into myself and be like, okay, Jilly, so why are you feeling like this? What's the reason? Why are you in your feelings? And is this justified? Is it not? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. And I've learned to really like get quiet with myself. Like I don't talk to people too much when I'm like really, really in it. Like I'll put on my headphones and I'll tune into a great podcast. Someone, someone, um, like I'll tune into a specific podcast, um, uh, host that like, I know will like, like 
bring me bring me back kind of like kind of like uh inspire me in some kind of way like it could be oprah super soul sunday it could be um i like angie lee with her um millionaire yoga pants podcast girl i, like, I listen I, to that podcast all the time you do yes. oh, i love her <laughs> i love side hustle pro michaela um Akome, like i love her i love so many different podcasts but like that's why i'm just thankful to already be that's why it's so important to have these routines you know it's like already be in the practice because i don't have to go searching for that inspiration anywhere i have it you know like i don't have to go and be like be in it be in these negative feelings and then be searching like okay how am i gonna get out of this what am i gonna do i'm gonna look online for some people like i don't need to do that shit because i already have them in my, I'm already subscribed to them. Like I can just click on their podcast and I know I'm going to feel better, you know? So that's one. And then two, um, I have my go-to people. Like if I'm at work, I know certain people to avoid when I'm feeling like that. And I know certain people to go to when I'm feeling kind of crazy. And I'm just like, you know what? I just feel like shit. Like I just need to talk about this. I need to talk about my issue. I need to know if I'm feeling, if I'm crazy. I need to like, just, just kind of talk it out. Basically I do that. And, um, I write. So there's like, I guess my top three things like podcast and not even in that order all the time, but like, I'm just, I don't know. Sometimes it's in that order, but not all the time, but like podcast talking to people who I know I, I can trust, who are not judgmental and, um, writing, like writing it out. That helps me. That helps me get back on track. Yeah, I write every morning. That's like a must. Like I don't love it. I could, I can't function if I don't. Um, right. And I start with something's just not right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> if I, I don't start, write. It's just not right. Like if I sit down at a desk or something, I'm like, oh my god, my day's so messed up. Like I have to write down, you know, the five things I'm grateful for. I have to think about that. I have to. Um, I normally write a little paragraph to God, like, you know, and then I write my to do list and I start with my personal first and then my work stuff Aww. and so that just kind of like kind of sets up my day or whatever but you're so right like yeah I it's that check-in with yourself yes yes it's putting you first like it's self-care whether people it is. believe it or not um, it really is I was thinking about what you said and you know what what action steps you take when you're in when you're in this place and it made me think of the place I hold you in in my life um Aww. I think you know who Lori Harder is, but she just came out with that book, A Tribe Called Blue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I girl. I bought it. I bought it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to buy it too. I haven't bought it yet because I'm like, okay, Lisa, read these books that you have first and then get that. I, wrote, I bought the audio. But I love her. So when I, I met her in that. person, it was really like, I was like, oh, she's a, she's a, yeah, she's a real one. She is. I've always yeah. loved following her. Like her, her, a lot of her stuff has inspired me, but that book to me, like answered the problem, not the problem, but something I've been like, um, like shuffling with this year, which is like, I feel like that there's so much truth behind that whole, like, as you gain new levels, you will lose friends mm. and, mm-hmm. you'll, and you'll gain new ones. And I really, really hold you close. It's like almost like a, it sounds silly, but it's almost like a buddy system. Like when Aww. I know I need to be lifted up, I'm like, let me hit Jaleesa up, you know? <laughs> or if I'm feeling good and I haven't heard from you in a couple of days, I'm like, let me share my feelings. You know, like, let me, let me make <laughs> yeah, sure Yeah, no, I do good. appreciate that because not everyone does that. Just right. to cut you off, but I had to tell you that. <laughs> no, right. But I, and, but it's because I feel like I'm getting, my circle is um, getting smaller and smaller and smaller because it's very hard to communicate with people that are not where you are when you have yeah. forced yourself into this like positive mindset all the time. Yeah. And it's like, 
it's so true. That's why, I mean, that's why tribes are so important. That's why um, being around like-minded people are, it really is important to, and that's why they say like you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Um, that's just really so true. And, and then the beauty part, the beauty, the beautiful thing, um, today is that we don't have to necessarily be in person. Like, you know, I don't live in Tampa. I've never been in Tampa, I don't think. And we're super close and we live thousands of miles away from each other. You know what I'm saying? Like we can stay connected over the internet, over the phone and stuff like that. And the same thing with anybody else out there. Like if you are connected with people or if you vibe with people who are putting out this content that just makes you feel really good, makes you feel inspired and really speaks to your soul, you don't necessarily have to even meet them in person. You know, like they can be they can be in their closet at home recording podcasts and we, <laughs> not that we're doing that or anything right now, but <laughs> they can be doing that and you can be, you know, driving to work, you know, each day listening to their podcasts or consuming their content in some kind of way. So, so people who don't have, um, you know, people who, they, cause I hear this a lot too, like from even my clients, like they're like, the people in my life are just not understanding where I'm going and where I'm trying to go. And it's really discouraging me. And I'll just tell them like, look, it's okay. For one, I mean, you've connected with me. So I'm already a person who will help you to stay in this headspace that's going to keep you um, moving forward. And two, like, hello, there's podcasts today, there's books, there's, there's always been books, there's audio books, you know, like you have so many different avenues, there's online blogs, there's YouTube channels, like there's so many different ways to connect with people who, um, who will keep you inspired and keep you feeling really good about what you're doing and, um, you know, keep you motivated and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it is, it is an issue. Like it's like the people in our lives, like, um, even if they love us and they care about us so much. So sometimes it's really hard for them to see us, um, I want to say changing, but like really, really like learning more about who we are and, um, really stepping into our power. Um, so yeah, cause the power has always been there. We just haven't always owned it, you know, a lot of us. So it's hard for people to, to see that shift in us and to act and to treat us to, to interact with us on that level, like to interact with us from, um, from this expression, you know what I'm saying? Like, not just like we used to be in the past and I used to be disorganized and I used to know what I want to do. And I used to be, you know, so flimsy and floppy and I don't know, like whatever, you know? So it's hard. Um, I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's, uh, it serves us more if we have compassion for those people and we still save place for them in our hearts. But physically distance ourselves from them. And it's like, not that we, you know, we have to like be mean about it, but it's just like, you know, we both know this, that this isn't the same. You know, we both know that this friendship really isn't. And you're telling me about how you want to fight some girl at work. I, I mean, I, I can't even, I can't, I can't vibe with that. Like, I can't even begin to interact with that because what I have to say, about, so, you know, certain things like that, it can drive a wedge and it, you know, it doesn't have to always be a, you know, a, a, a bad, um, a bad breakup, but it could just be like, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna hang out. 
for your birthday and for I'll keep you, you know, special place in my heart. Like we've grown up together, whatever. But I'm just I know I, I just know what to you know, I just know how to how to act with you. Not how to act differently, but like I just know uh, I don't know what to say about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I just I get it. Like level. just Yeah, like I keep it on the surface basically. Like how you doing? How's your family? Oh good. Yes, that's awesome. And that's pretty I still care about you. I still love you. There's no love lost. It's just that like for where I'm going right now, we just it's just not going to work because I, I need I need my vibes high. Like, I need to have high energy to help people. Like, I need to, how I'm trying to serve them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to be in good spirits. Like, I need to really protect my energy as best as possible, and I'm not going to apologize for it ever. So, you know, if you can't level up and um, do the same, then I got to... You know, I'm I'm on a higher I'm on a I'm not, I'm working on a higher purpose here. Like I got things to do. Right. So I don't know true. how much time I got. You know, I gotta I gotta use my time wisely. Exactly. It's it's I, it's almost like I, I just feel like I can't explain it, but it's it's you you will hold people closer to you because they'll be few and far between the the higher levels you go. Because yeah. you don't want to be around people that, um, and it's not that it's not that I'm better than you. It's not that I'm changing. No, it's none not of those at all. Things. But you said, I think you said it best. I can't deal with any other frequency right now than where I'm like where I'm at or higher. Somebody either needs to be teaching me how to be better, more positive, you know, more amazing. Um, or if you're not, I can't. You know, it's it's hard. I have to limit my time with you. Yeah. And that's so true. And it's like, sometimes we don't have the choice because we might live with those people or they might be in our families, you know, whatever. And then it's really necessary to find our tribe like online, you know, and we're just so blessed right now that there's so many different ways to do it. Right. Right. You're so right. Yeah. I've loved watching you grow your tribe. Speaking of your tribe, um, I really want you to share a little bit about her level up society and then just close with where everyone can find you on social media so that they can see how awesome you are in person. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me on the podcast, Jess. Um, So I started my Facebook mentoring group, Her Love Up Society. And I started with the intent to really just get a bunch of women together, the women who already follow me, but the ones who actually like truly one who truly vibe with my message, you know, because um, I just felt like I had a bunch of followers, but I'm like, okay, are any of these, like, I don't want to say quality followers, but like, are any of them um, really like feeling what I'm saying now and feeling like, are they, are they growing with me basically, you know, or are they just here for my old fitness pictures and stuff like that? Like, I really wanted to pull those people out and really pour into them as much as I can. So everything that interests me, everything that, um, that I am learning about online business, entrepreneurship, uh, personal development, of course, because that's like an everyday thing. I want to support that into other women because it's just, I think it's so important to share. I've always, I've just realized that I've always been a sharer and I just, I just want to continue to do that in some kind of capacity. 
to the HRT to just give as much value as I can give to, to these women so I can help them to improve their lives. And the awesome thing is that it's like working. It's like, Ooh, the, the tribe is growing and I'm getting these like really awesome messages and comments and stuff. And we're engaged. And that's what I want. I don't want, I don't care about like a bunch of followers at this point. I care about engaged and engaged following. And that's really, really what I'm, um, what I'm creating. And so I love her love. that we, um, your listeners will be able to head over to her society.com and check, um, check it out on there too. check out the blog, check out, you know, the offerings and some videos and stuff like that and have the opportunity to join the Facebook group where it's like, I put all the exclusive content in there and all the exclusive stuff in there. <laughs> I love it. So, um, and this is how I love can, it too. It makes me so happy. This is your mentoring. This is how they can have access to your, your business coaching, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically I have access to it for free, for freaking free. Like I was asked by people like, they were like, why don't you charge this? And I'm like, I just want to give value. I mean, it sounds so corny, but like, that's really where I'm at right now. I want to give value. I want to create content. I want to have a place, a safe space where we can all be and a safe space where I can go and share everything that I care about, everything that I love and that I'm learning, you know what I mean? And not be judged for it. And so I wanted to create a community like that for women online. And you did. Cause I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, you have to check it out. Her level up society. Um, it's her level up Right. That's what you said. Yes. And the Facebook group is the, um, the, it's like a, the little membership. It's like my membership community, but it's free. So I don't know. It's just, it's, free, I just put more exclusive free content information. on there. You're not going to find this anymore because people are charging for all of this stuff. So they definitely are. <laughs> free business mentoring. Um, and this girl is amazing. I've literally watched her grow. She is my support system on this journey. And she can be yours too because she's giving it to all her members. So make sure you check her out on herlevelupsociety.com. And Jalisa, girl, yes. thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jess. And, um, oh, they can also connect with me on Instagram. Um, Jaleesa Smith coaching and also on YouTube where I'm really, um, rebranding as well. And just really bringing my personal brand on there. And that's, um, at Jaleesa Smith. And it was so fun talking to you tonight. Thank you so much. I hope that your listeners got a lot of value Hope they all enjoy this episode, which I think they will, because I completely enjoy talking to you. I always enjoy talking to you, Jess, and I love your podcast. So thank you for creating this as well. Thank you, love, and thank you for shining your light with everybody. I love it. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.